Pickaxe. The multicolored light that surrounds you as you travel across astral space slowly begins to fade. The smell of hearty woodlands, the sound of wind blowing through trees, and the soft, delicate touch of sunlight caresses your skin as your vision clears and you find yourselves in a new world. You appear to be stood in a clearing of wood. Uh, the trees seem as tall as the grandest spires of horizon, and their thick branches are covered in leaves of luminous blue. The grass at your feet is a soft lilac. Numerous flowers and shrubs grow in patches scattered across the ground, with pink blossoms and soft green flowers sprouting out that all have a gentle ethereal glow to them. Wait, wait, wait. You said the grass was lilac? Yeah. And then there's green flowers. Uh, they're, they're pink and green, sort of like shrubs and flowers and things like that. My mind is really struggling with that concept. <laughs> That's wild. Oh, man. Yeah. And the tree, the, all the leaves the on the world? trees are, are like luminous blue. They're like, they're like high saturation, near glowing blue. That's cool. Cool. Uh, okay, uh, Lucius, you can breathe out now. Uh, <laughs> no words can describe what I'm seeing. Are you all seeing this? Are my I'm, eyes okay? I'm seeing it maybe in some kind of usage of the book. I mean, we saw a lot of rainbow coming down here. Uh, this does not seem right, but my eyes aren't adjusting. It's, there, the book broke me. It's spellbinding. It's beautiful, but it's so unnerving to see... The colors, it's so vibrant. It's uh, certainly strange. Okay, before we do anything else, just stay still. I'm going to pop a divine sense. Just sentries in like defense mode. Mm -hmm. Big time right now. Yeah, sure. What kind of creatures does divine sense pick up on again? Um, anything affected by the hallow spell or know the location of a celestial fiend or undead. Celestial fiend or undead. And you do not sense any of those types of creatures nearby. Okay. So there's no not celestial the fiends or undead nearby. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, good. Around here. Okay. Anything else? Any Valkyrie? Um, I can't see any. That you are you are in a thick woodland at the moment. Like you are like in the heart of a dense forest of crazy tall trees. Like you cannot see the sky. Like, the trees are so tall and their canopy is so thick, you are... But it's not dark because all of these patches of these pink and green flowers are giving off this ever so slight faint glow and they're spread out throughout the entire wood. So this whole area is like dimly lit. You're almost like in a twilight where the sun hasn't fully set, but it's low enough that it's kind of... Everything's quite um, dusky, you know? It's kind of got this very strange blue pink blue glow I, I i did say that uh I, there's no way of controlling where the book was going to attune us uh we could be anywhere in, in uh, the fey world so i think we just need to find some way of getting while, a location 
while Quill, Sentry, and Lucius are having this moment, like Nova, you feel like Thalia just sort of collapsed to her knees. Um, and you're still holding her hand and she's still holding yours. But like, she's just looking, just tears fully in her eyes, just like openly, like tears just flowing down her face. And she's like reaching out with a hand and she's like brushing her hand against the grass. Um, and just like, so it's completely stunned silent. Like she's just completely absorbed in this world. Um, I'll kneel down next to her and put her arm around her and um, I'm just going to let her cry for a little bit and then after a beat, I'm just going to look mm -hmm. at her and go, so this is what grass is. <laughs> she just laughs. Like, you know, it's kind of like a choking sob laugh. Uh, like, <laughs> in part of this world, yes. Yes. There's some places which will be a bit more familiar to you, but yeah. Yeah, this is grass. And she just sort of like smiles at you. I think uh, I'd prefer the grass on your world than the grass on my world, if I'm honest. <laughs> definitely has a definitely has a unique look to it. You can see the snakes, by the way, have like come out of her like trousers and her sleeves and they're like wriggling around in the lilac grass and like having a whale of a time. Uh Rose Meadow, when you look back at Rose Meadow, she's just like that's <gasps> <laughs> so pretty! <laughs> she's just like freaking out. She starts like literally like prancing like a horse, like doing that like excited, like dancey walking that they do. And like she's going over to the flowers and she's like picking them up and like smelling them and like just frolicking. She is full on frolic at this point. Uh, outside of all of that noise of frolicking, uh, mm. can I hear any. Well, well, what can I hear? Can I hear any like creatures you definitely hear, like, there or? You, yeah, I mean, there's definitely creatures. You can hear like birds. Um, you know, as you guys started speaking, there was probably like some, you know, movement from one of the trees, like a <laughs> like a bunch of birds got spooked and scared. Um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a wood. It sounds like woods do, right? Like you can occasionally hear like, you know, birds in the distance, maybe some rustling in some of the, the thick patches of shrubs further away and stuff like that. And looking up, like, how tall are these trees? I mean, these are crazy tall. Like, we are talking, like, hundreds of feet. But these are, mm. like, as tall as the, the tallest buildings in Horizon. Tall. So, I mean, what I was thinking was potentially flying up to uh, beyond the canopy of this thing. You can to try, just see yeah. If I take see your... anything. Yeah, you can try. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find out where we are uh, and maybe try and spot some settlement or something nearby, give us an idea of where we could go. Um, be careful. Be, I, I will. I, it doesn't, just doesn't, I would send you on this one. Up. You could get shot out of the sky by Valkyrian ships. We don't know what's just beyond that canopy right there. Just be careful. I mean, this place is huge. So I'll have to be watching this exact spot for the moment that I jump out but uh I, i'll be careful um for the time being uh, maybe try and talk to rose meadow maybe there's some way that she could identify this place some innate understanding i don't know um uh, i look at her prancing around <laughs> uh oh what was that is that like a little squirrel and like she's like like running around the perimeter like can I turn to Thalia and just be like, do you recognize where we are by any chance? Uh, um, not by sight. Uh, we're not in Heartspire. My 
kingdom or the kingdom that I was part of. Um, we're not there. Uh, Heartspire looks more like Erois. Uh, it, it's still um, vibrant, but it's it's more, I guess, what you would think of as, as normal to your understanding of the world. Green leaves, green grass, that sort of thing. Um, so I don't think we, we must be a distance away. I, I didn't explore much beyond the borders of Heartspire when I was younger, um, or even as a young woman. But um, this doesn't look like any of the neighboring territories. We must be we must be at least at least a territory or two away from Heartspire. Um, the problem with the Feywild is that uh, it is split into many different provinces, each ruled by different lords and ladies and dukes and, and duchesses. Um, the main thing you should know. Wherever we are, if this if this is a, a province which is ruled by uh, a sentient archfey, an archfey who um, is like us rather than a, a beast or a creature, archfey can impose rules on their domains. Um, and when I say rules, I don't just mean laws. There will be laws and things like that, but these will be magical rules that you adhere to and that there are there are severe consequences for breaking um okay so for now keep a low profile perhaps ask rosemary to just take it down a little bit certainly uh, i think that um until we know where we are until we know whose domain that we are in uh we should be cautious certainly um but it also can be that that can make things safer for us. A lot of the archfays and lords, they don't like people causing trouble. Um, this is one of the reasons that whilst Lunaria is a part of the, the Valkyrian Empire, we're not conquered in the same way that Kallus is seeking to do with Erois. We join voluntarily and Kallus leaves ruling of the planet to the archfay lords and ladies here. Um, because even if Valkyrian troops were to land, the magic would still have some power over them here. It can make things like attacking creatures difficult. It can make stealing from them difficult. Uh, it depends on the Archfey, really. They set their own rules. I have a question. Now is the time, I think. Before we, before we step any further, whatever knowledge I have... But keep in mind, Lucius... It's been a long time since I was here. Uh, it's close to something like 800 years, 700 years. A lot can change. I was going to ask about time, actually, considering that we've been in certain places where time acts differently than it does on mm. Erois. Now, does that well, affect your curse, being here? I don't know. I honestly don't know. My understanding is that most places in astral space, um, time will progress... For us, no different to Erois. We will still experience days of around the same length, etc. But it's how much time passes on other worlds can vary. I mean, you saw this with Erois itself. <clears throat> it may be that a day here is half a day back on Erois, or maybe it's two days or three days. It's not normally longer than that. There are there are stories of people getting trapped in the Twilight Nebula um, beyond Lunaria who they wander in and uh, as young strapping soldiers and they emerge as old geriatrics the, that seems to be more of the case if you are out in the 
the wilds of the nebula. Here on Lunaria, time seems to function as it does in most of the astral space, most of the worlds of the astral space, but I don't know. It may affect this curse more, and she kind of looks at it. You can see that there's been some progress, like the, the thorn is, you know, coiling up her arm. It looks a little bit further ahead than what it was um, in the few hours that it, you know, you've been making plans on Aroas and things like that. Um, I'm sure you're keeping a keen eye on its progress nova as anthalia and whether yes, yes, it, we could it's worth looking and seeing if it's shifting at increasingly fast or slower speeds than I'll what it was on Arus. i'll keep an eye on it and i as far as i can tell i don't know if there are any effects to it apart from killing me uh, i haven't felt any different i don't I'm not in oh, pain or a, ill or anything. Just apart from death, you know, that's not well, any of those What I'm saying, my dear, is that unlike a normal poison, normally with a poison you begin to feel nauseous or running a temperature or something like that, and I've not noticed anything like that so far. Yes. Good. Well, that's something. Well, I'll let you know if that changes, of course. I don't want to put you... I don't want to put any of you at greater risk. If there's anything I can share, I will. Now's not the time for playing a hero speaking of heroes here he comes <laughs> so yeah quill did you so you fly up and you want to kind of get to the canopy and stuff before yeah before i uh fly above it i want to instead cast uh arcane eye and have mm -hmm. that float above while i fly back down um okay. so invisible uh arcane is there eye, a range on it can it can it uh, like can it go far away from you? Yeah, I can cast it thirty feet from me, but uh, after that, is, it just after that, there's uh, it, it can have any range. Okay, um, so you could just leave it, it up there, pay. basically. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't yeah there's pay. no there's no limit how far away. So, okay, yeah. but it would just stay there above the canopy, and then you fly back down, and you can switch your vision to the. Uh, you just are aware yeah. of what it can see, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I can move it around as well. Yeah. Well, even when you fly up there, um, it, it's kind of a little... Uh, you fly up and it takes you a while, right? Because the trees become so dense, the closer you get to the canopy, you eventually have to like fly to a branch and then sort of like climb up a little bit and then you can fly to the next one because they become so thick and tense. And it, it actually takes you a fair bit of time to get all the way to the canopy. But eventually you manage to flap up, um, you push yourself through the uppermost leaves and you're greeted by the most incredible sky. Um, streaked with purple and pink and blue um, but as it seems to stretch out further and further you know when it gets to the real horizon that sky begins to shift and change and in one direction it becomes almost slate gray um, streaked with like black and white and then in the other it becomes much more like blues and and light greens and it becomes more like the erosian uh, sky um, but it's so much brighter and more saturated um, and you can see that that is on the very edges of like the horizon distance you can see that changing the canopy uh, stretches out I mean this place stretches out for miles like the canopy is just miles and miles of this luminous blue, uh, blue forest um you know a real life equivalent would be something like uh like the black forest in germany right like this huge woodland that stretches like a huge chunk of land um but you oh. do think that in the distance it does begin to sort of like disperse and you know you could pretty much pick any direction travel in it and eventually you'll find something else but you don't see any things like settlements or anything immediately okay but the main thing is one direction is a 
color as good as the other yeah so that's the only thing is like yeah like to the uh west the sky becomes more gray and black um and then to the east it becomes more like the erosian sky and it becomes more colorful um and then you've got this kind of yeah kind of bluey pink uh around this forest area cool uh yeah when i get back um wow that was uh Tougher than I thought it was going to be, and uh, sorry if I dropped anything on you from up there, but uh, I mean, whatever we're in, uh, we are in the middle of it. Um, this this place is uh, huge, but uh, the only identifying thing I can uh, spot is in one direction, grey skies, and the other one, it's like a rose. I mean, I, I have no idea, Thalia, what your what it's like where you're from it's more like heroist where i'm from but again this was this was 800 years ago okay like it could be that mesmeris changed things the archway here look i mentioned to you that they can project these magical rules but they they also shape the province that they're in um emotions have power here uh things like it, and it depends on the strength of the Archfey who rules that particular domain or that kingdom. They might exert their will and, and other people might not be able to influence it very much. But if you're in a region where the Archfey is particularly weak or not particularly sentient, uh, or is perhaps more of like a creature or a spirit, uh, you'll find that your own emotions... Um, and she, she gestures and she points at Rosemeadow. Look at the way that the, the area is changing around Rosemeadow. And you can see that like... Like, Rosemeadow is carrying, like, these flowers, but the flowers, the patterns on them almost look like little smiley faces. Like, the patterns in the flowers, like, form, like, little smiley faces. And, like, there's, like, butterflies flying around her, and, like, it, like the very air is kind of, like, shaping around her. Whereas, like, and then and then uh, Thalia points at Kyrie, who's looking more nervous, um, and you can see that, like, the grass that was lilac is more blue around her um, and things like that. Like, you can see that their emotional states are actually influencing the area around them. So it could be that Mesmera has maybe changed Heartspire. Uh, it might be. It might still be like the Erosian sky. It might be this black gray color. I, I don't know. Um, I, I think the best thing we need to find somebody who knows the Feywild now. We need to find a, a settlement or um, a, a traveler or somebody who might be able to give us some more information. That would be the best way to get an understanding of what has happened to Heartspire. Okay, uh, in that case, I think we just have to pick a direction. I can't spot anything. Uh, I mean, the Arcane Eye is so high up now, I don't imagine it will spot any small villages or settlements or anything like that, but uh, I can keep it up there and just keep an eye out. But uh, also, no ships. Um, no Valkyrian. Oh, good. Anything. Okay. Um, I, imagine, I imagine that Valkyrian will keep his forces in one of the major cities or we'll keep them in orbit i imagine that most most of the people we'll meet here will be in service of the archfey lords and ladies that doesn't mean they will be friendly if you are wanted by the valkyrian empire and that news has reached here it's likely that you know they'll be they'll know who you are and, and they may wish to capture you to gain favor with valkyrians so the other thing i should let you know is that the feywild is um lunaria the twilight nebula it gives power to things here concepts can become creatures um i was always told stories about the rose knight the rose knight is is an embodiment of love like 
They are not just a knight who believes in love, they are the concept of love given a physical form. Things like death. Death walks Lunaria. Like, death is a figure that will just wander this place. And if we it, meet them, yes. they they may wish to just do what they do and, and, fin- and end us. They have the we capability should... to do the thing that created them? Potentially. Uh, I've never met any of them myself. Uh, these figures, because they're such big concepts, they're extremely powerful. Um, and they tend to basically focus on whatever it is that they are. The the Rose Knight, for example, is supposed to be a champion of love. They are supposed to help people fall in love, help end love. They they Anything to do with it, they are connected to it in some way, in the same way that death is. Death is the bringer of... of they, they are finality here. Many creatures here are not immortal, but they'll simply be reborn somewhere else. But death... <coughs> will end them. Like, death is their, their finality here. Okay, well, let's avoid avoid death. Lucius, don't be scared. I'm absolutely fine. I don't know what you mean. Uh, hey, the, all... the grass around you is quivering. It's not. <laughs> it's just the breeze. Uh, it's literally like there are, like, patches in the grass. Like, the grass is forming the shape of, like, a skull and crossbones around Lucius. Like, <laughs> like you can see that. Like, it's quivering, like, shaking, and it forms, like, this, this like, scared death thing. What if I manifest something? Like, another death, just by thinking <laughs> about it. It's interesting. I don't. I, I think the concepts like the Rose Knight and, and, and death, they are conjured by the myriad of, like, there are many many people here who believe in these concepts and that's what's give them such a complex form as an individual i don't think you'd be able to even a powerful individual like us we may be able to conjure spirits creatures but they won't be anywhere near as powerful um, but you should just be wary of your emotions here um, right. not, not to say to be emotionless but just be conscious of them um Certainly, if we all believe in something, the more minds that are united in a concept, the stronger that concept can be, and that can give its form more power, is, is the concept, is the thing to try and understand. Well, An individual's all, feelings. Let's all concentrate on de- having a, a decursing entity. Decur- the uncurse. The uncurser that can help mm. Thalia immediately. And he's wearing purple robes. Imagine it in your minds now. Okay. Purple robes and, and glowy hands, and when he places his hands upon someone, their curses are gone. Curses forever. lifted. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Whoever's imagining that, I'd like you all to roll uh, a uh, just a d twenty plus. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, maybe. Uh, Ayla's not doing it. <laughs> um, it's uh, a d twenty plus either your intelligence, your wisdom, or your charisma modifier. So no proficiency modifier, Ooh. just your modifier for intelligence, wisdom, or charisma. A natural 20. A natural no, 20? Yeah, we've got an 8. <laughs> <laughs> 10, so 38 total, and then Nova. I'm trying to decide whether or not to roll. Okay. Nova's going to act. I don't know how this would... Sh- I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking, Mark, and I'm going mm-hmm. I'm to ask what you think this manifests sure. as, but... Nova, for all her belief that she's here and here is the solution... There's something in her, in her heart of hearts, that doesn't think that this curse is going to get lifted. Mm-hmm. Sure. She just doesn't. Um, she doesn't think okay. it's going to happen. Oh, that's great to know. Um, 
you so the three of you so nova the manifestation for you would be minor because it's just an individual like it's like a it's like a worry it's not like a concept necessarily um and i think that we see it in the 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 kind of the colors around like nova i think that maybe like um there is uh like a, a tree branch behind Nova there it begins to like creak and groan and it almost just seems to you almost think for a second Nova it's like saying like in its groan of like the wood but it could almost be like a breeze like shifting the branch um and the colors just seem a bit more muted around you um the other three you all try and focus on this thing and you actually all begin to see because you're all powerful individual creatures like the more powerful the creature got imagining stuff affects it you begin to see this form like this kind of misty form but it's erratic it's all over the place like it's wearing purple robes but that seems to change into like more of like a, a gust haven nobleman's outfit and then it becomes more like a priest robe at the top but then there's like armor and shoulders and then it seems to have many limbs, and it's kind of got, and, but it's all mist <laughs> and then it just dissipates it's it's like something is beginning to form and then it just vanishes um we did it we, that was we it. it the decursor uh well i mean i i tried to describe purple robes i feel like it was obvious that i was going for the, the clerical robes no, no, it'd be more like a, a sorcerer's robes, like a no, mystical no, no, no. entity. It'd be like a fighter, like strong and ready to take no, on no. anything. Right. Personally, it's, all right, okay, we are not united in this one, but we... Either you're way... Okay, like, you're, you're fine trying to, trying to physically manifest something like that. It's very difficult. The, the, the individuals of the Feywild, we don't bother trying anymore. Cer certainly very powerful Archfey or perhaps, you know, individuals can manifest smaller creatures to do simple things. But trying to create some sort of, trying to manifest a, a concept of a, a universally powerful thing that can undo curses, I think that's, a, that's quite a reach to do something like that. But you might be able to manifest something smaller and simpler, but it, it's difficult to do. Uh, people have different minds about these sorts of things. But things like the concept of love or death, that's very easy for a lot of people to imagine, and so it creates a stronger, stronger visage, stronger persona. Okay. Okay. Uh, in that case, we just I think we just need to get moving. Pick a direction. Uh, and... and uh, Try and find some way. Um, I mean, if I spin the eye around, I guess there's no real indication of a good direction to go beyond Erosian sky versus grey, yeah. miserable. Yeah. Um, and even then, you could you could still just go north. Like maybe if you go further north, the sky will start changing once you've travelled a bit to the north or south. You don't know. Okay. But now it's just a big old wood. I would say maybe make a survival check for me, Quill. A uh, survival? Oh, plus eleven, yeah. really? Yeah, I think uh, Ayla would oh, probably 17. do this. She's in like a wood as well. Uh, 15, 17. I think you and Ayla would definitely, and Ayla maybe point, points out and says like, all right, I know you're all having a fun time looking around and like you spot this at the same time Ayla does. It does look like there's a trail and she points to what does seem to be like a very um, faded, well-worn woodland trail that seems to pass through this clearing um, and it leads to the north and south. And it, it it's not really a road, but it's more that like trees have been cleared, branches have been pushed aside, the ground, the grass is a little bit more worn. Not very obvious at first, but for people that know what to look for, like you can definitely tell and see that there is something of a path traveling north to south. 
I, I think this will be the way to go. Uh, it looks like someone's uh, used this before. So if we just try and follow this as best we can, we'll find something or someone or some who. Uh, so this looks like the best way. We have nothing else to go on right now. No, not at all. And we're in the middle of a very big forest. Oh, we need to get a move on regardless. So mm -hmm. any direction is better than no direction. Uh, Rose Meadow? Yes! Hello, th friends! Thank you so much for bringing me here, Cool, This place is amazing! Oh, it's so wonderful! Look at these happy little flowers! And, like, they are yeah. uh, very cute. Uh, but we are going to stop moving now. Uh, and uh, again, we don't know what's going to okay. be ahead of us. So okay. try and keep us a close-knit group, and we'll move forward together. Okay, all right. And then she's like, um, uh, this, uh, and she's like, looks around and she kind of says, and she looks at Kyrie. She's like, would you like to ride on my back? And, and Kyrie's kind of like, uh, fucking like terrified. Um, but she kind of is like, she just like nods her little head and Rose Meadow like helps her like crouches down and Kyrie kind of like gets up on her back. Um, she's like, it's okay, you can sit on my back. And like, she begins to sort of like walk along with you. Um, Big Cat sort of like looking around. You see Big Cat definitely goes into like, I'm in unfamiliar territory. I'm a cat. He's like, he like he's just like, he's smelling everything and he's looking around, but he's uh, stalking ahead, it looks like. And yeah, you guys make it. Do you want to go north or south? Uh, the way the trail was, uh, is the trail both ways. Yeah, I mean, it's like a road, right? Like it runs both north. ways. Sure. North. <laughs> north is good. All right, I'll go to my north bit of the notes. Also, the arcane eye can uh, follow overhead for an hour. Okay, sure. Um, I think the arcane eye wouldn't necessarily see anything because, like, it's like the arcane eye is almost like the canopy of the trees just becomes like the ground. Like, it can't penetrate through the canopy, so it just sees sky and then canopy. Yeah. But after you guys travel for like. I'd say like six to eight hours and oh you my don't God. <laughs> see signs of anything. Like you're walking through the woods and it's beautiful. Like it's it's genuinely looking around just stunning. Like everywhere you go is this kind of like vibrant colors. Um, you hear animals shuffling around, but yeah, you don't encounter anybody. Um, off, around about the six to seven hour mark as you've been journeying, you kind of stop, you pull out some like rations, you have a, a brief moment of rest, you carry on going. Uh, you actually hear Quill, you with perception, perception boy, um, you hear uh, and see up ahead um, signs of something going on. Maybe, uh, you know, several hundred feet ahead in the forest line, you see something quite large moving very rapidly and you can hear uh, what sounds like very in the distance, like clattering armor and almost like drums. And you can hear shouts and cries and you can hear like some bestial roar and like the sound of like trees being felled. And you can see this rapid movement. There is some sort of battle going up ahead. Like you can see this from where you are, like you hear hear and sense it ahead of everyone else um i mean yeah I'll, I'll stop everyone and get them to listen out as well uh so mm -hmm. they can hear it yeah you all so when quill points all out you all start to hear it um it grows louder like it's moving in your like coming towards you but like not for you guys just coming in the direction that you're coming from um and you definitely like whatever this thing is it's big you can hear these loud roars you hear the clattering of a head and you start to hear voices you start to hear a like Yes, my friends, come, come, let us fit. The beast is nearly, we need to, need to pursue it, pursue the beast. Um, and you hear like, uh, play, 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 my boy, play, they go. And then you hear like a 
like a marching, like a like a kind of hunting drum sound. And you hear like another voice kind of like, archers, archers fire! And you hear the whistling of arrows. And then you hear one big roar. You hear like a proper bestial. And you hear something that sounds like, you know, great, like huge ballista bolts being fired, like, um, and then there are a couple of screams. You hear like, take cover, and like, oh God, it's stronger than we thought. And you hear like trees being felled. Um, yeah. Uh, what do we do? Uh, is, wait, is it still coming towards us, this thing, or...? Uh, it sounds like maybe about 100 feet ahead, and because the, the, the trees are so big and thick here, like, you haven't... You can see movement, but you don't know exactly what's going on. Um, but about 100 feet ahead, there is some sort of battle going on, for sure. Um, and it sounds like it's going very badly for one side. Uh, we've got no idea what's beyond the tree, but uh, I think we should help. We should scout ahead. Maybe your RK and I can come under the canopy and, and check. I, I think it would take too long. It's really high up. Uh, oh. Also, it's gone. It's uh, That was six hours it's, ago. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, we can go have a look if you if like. Someone's in trouble. We must help them. You're, you're heroes, aren't you? We must help them. Okay. Right. Uh, I can fly up again and get an overhead perspective on this thing. You may not have seen it above the canopy. May have to. Uh, not that high up. Just, uh... You hear like another like. Ah! You hear like a Wilhelm scream like. Ah! And you see somebody get thrown through the air like. Whoop! I'm going. <laughs> I will okay. let you know when to run. So Quill, you're gonna like fly ahead. Like you're gonna fly up and go ahead, right? What yeah, the rest to go are you doing? Are you gonna wait for Quill to come back? Um. Start uh, making my way. Would, um, yeah, since she would slowly start making her way forward. So just like on movement speed, like land yeah. speed, basically, you guys are going to we'll go ahead. Yeah, Ayla's going to yeah. do the same. She'll go up with you. I think that um, Thalia will look and uh, she looks to you, Nova, and says, my pistols aren't going to work very well here because of the Magitek. I think I should stay here with, with Kyrie and Rosemeadow and I can at least protect them. But you, sh you should go with your friends and investigate. Sounds like a good idea. I, think I don't Rosemary think we'll be much. We'll I don't protection. think I'll be much use here. Yes, I think that. Yeah, and Kyrie's not much of a fighter as well. So, um, we'll, we'll have Big Cat with us as well. But she says you go, okay. uh, and like the group of them, the NPCs basically are like, we're not going in the fight. <laughs> you go fight. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna stay here. No NPCs. Um, yeah. So Quill, you're the first to arrive as the others are coming on land, um, and you see the the what is happening. You can see, uh, you see the creature first being a huge creature. Uh, it is an enormous, it has like the body of a lion and it has these great draconic like wings, but its face is like this twisted, like man's face, but it's like stretched and it's got this huge jaw with razor sharp teeth. Um, and you can hear it just like, little shiny knights, I'm going to feed on you for hunting me <sighs> and it's like snitching around and it's it's tail it has like this long tail that ends in a big thick hammer like club and it has all these spikes growing out of it but this thing is massive and it looks incredibly powerfully strong it swipes its claw and a giant tree comes like tumbling down um scattering away from the falling tree you see a cluster of knights all of which have got this um 
purple, but with all sorts of uh, myriad colors woven into it, tabard, um, with this very resplendent looking art, like piece of chest plate armor with like light as like an emblem. Um, and they're all like, some of them have got bows, some of them have got spears, some of them are on steeds with lances, and they're all scattering like, oh God, my lady, my lady, the beast is too strong. Uh, and they're kind of calling out. And then you see there are three figures that stand out from the rest. Uh, one is a woman with almost like she has feathers for hair and she has like a humanoid face but she has long feathers instead of hair and she has a very long kind of hooked nose um, and she's wearing this resplendent like gleaming mail and she's got a shield and a, and a, a spear in one hand um, and uh, she almost looks like a peacock like her hair is like peacock's feathers falling down um, and she's calling out like, to arms, to arms, we cannot, we cannot let this beast uh, defile the, the, the nearby settlements. We must slay it, we must slay it, my friends, come, come. And she's like trying to rally them, but she's lost control of the force. Uh, next to her is a, uh, you guys have seen beast folk like Santa, like bunny people like Santa. This is a rabbit who walks on two legs. Like he's like an anthropomorphic rabbit, um, but he's wearing like the outfit of like a, an English longbowman. So he has like a padded gambeson. He's got like a little round pot helm um, and he's got a big bow and he's just like, come my lady, come. And he's like, come on, you bastards, get back in the fight. And he's like firing arrows at this thing. <laughs> Okay. And then cowering behind a log underneath them is uh, a satyr who looks exactly like uh, Danny DeVito's satyr from Hercules. Like he's got a big pot <laughs> belly, he's got like the curling yes. ran horns, but he's dressed like a little soldier and a drum is on the ground and he's just like covering his ears and he's like crunched up underneath this log trying oh to desperately God. hide. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm going to send a message to Sentry uh, and say... It's a, uh, 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 bring everyone. Uh, we need to help. Okay, right. we're coming to help. Well, I'm assuming you guys would like to help, so that is going to be initiative. All right. Woo! Nice. Initiative. Uh, oh, okay. 17. Oh, Willy Bill. <laughs> Let me do Ayla's first. Oh. So, just because I've got to roll it. So, all right, Lucius. I got a solid eight. Eight, lovely. Kilek. Uh, 17. 17. Sentry. 14. 14. And Nova Vija. 20. 20. Well, none of you are going first, but you all burst out. So you all come bursting out of the tree line. Um, there is like a, this thing has created a clearing. There wasn't a clearing here, but this giant manticore, it is a sort of like super big manticore, basically. Um, it has almost formed a clearing. You can see that there are these big fallen trees that it's like knocked over. Um, it's like sweeped a path of brush and grass, creating about a 60 foot radius like clearing um beyond that there are trees and you can see several of the knights are like hiding amongst the trees that you could use as cover and these big you know 20 you know almost like 10 20 foot thick trees um and then a couple of them are trying to climb up them they've got all the branches overhead and stuff like that but there is this giant clearing space 
and the the manticore immediately senses all of you as you're not stealthing you've all just kind of like piled in it kind of whips its head around and sees you uh it with one claw swipe it just knocks the the peacock night lady and the rabbit man it just knocks them back it just like one sweep it just sends them sprawling they fall unconscious they just like fall into the ground um just for the narrative's sake they don't look like they're dead it looks like they've literally like bashed their heads and fallen unconscious um but they just get knocked back immediately um and then this thing is gonna yeah turn on you guys um did you have a question chris trot yes it's been a little bit mm -hmm. i've still got very low hp oh you should have had a long rest yeah yeah you, yeah you had like you've had like like days in horizon and stuff make sure everybody has a long rest because like yeah yeah I've uh well i've used rest. a couple spells now um yes any spells that you didn't use yeah excellent yep 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 awesome um and uh yeah so so apart from quill those of you on the ground you guys all rushed in this together right so you all kind of yeah. like mm -hmm. rushed in as one group um yeah in that case seeing all of you rush in together and quill flying through the air uh who would be at the front of the group probably sentry and ayla i'm gonna guess they're the fastest yeah. right ayla's yeah, got the yeah. most movement ayla's speed. got the most movement so it'd be ayla and then sentry i'm guessing like nova and lucius you'd probably be behind sentry for you know defensive protection purposes, right? yeah yeah so this thing whips up its great big tail and it flicks it in the direction of all of your party kind of springing from the tree line um and several uh, big spikes come flying out of its tail. Uh, it's going to pick Sentry, Ayla, and Quill. And you guys are... Well, it fires one... How many is this? Da, 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 da. 1d3 tail spikes against each of you. Um, so, Quill. D3. So, that's going to be just one tail spike at Quill. Uh, it's going to be... This is against... Uh, that's going to be three against Ayla. And then against Sentry three against sentry as well so i'll do the first one against uh quill uh, that's oh, gonna be that was how many was firing towards fired, us, I yeah. see. so okay. one spike comes your way quill that's a 13 to hit uh no okay so you manage to like you dodge out the way you kind of dip under you let your wings drop and you before you start flying again and the tail spike and this thing is like several inches long it's quite thick it's like a it's like a javelin it just into a tree behind you causing splinters Ooh. to erupt and it stays embedded Ooh. in the tree as well um i'll do you sentry next just because then i can just do uh Ayla by myself okay. uh that is a 21 to hit you sentry on the first tail exactly yeah all right let's do the second one that's a natural one so that's a miss and then the last one is a natural 20. of course it is oh it's uh, all right so we'll do the first one uh, so that I can work out the damages and stuff. Uh, so the first tail spike, it actually uh, flies through and that's going to be 16 points of piercing damage and the spike is embedded into you. So as oh, this tail shoot. spike, it like like embeds, it impales you. Whilst you have a spike impaled with you, um, each spike, your movement is reduced by 10 feet and you have a minus two penalty to attack saving throws and ability checks. This thing is like wedged in your side and it's making it hard to like attack. It's like making it hard to move and dodge and stuff like that. Um, and it's okay. like this sort of, you know, I would say something like 12 inches long spike is like driven into your body. Yeah, that'll take Sentry back a bit. <laughs> yeah, and then, well, and then the second one, which is the critical hit comes in yeah. uh, and that's going to be 2d8 max so 16 plus whatever i roll oh that's not too bad 
Uh, that's going to be 16, uh, 23 points of damage, and a mm-hmm. second spike impacts in, and it's accumulative. So, like, while you've got these two things in you, you've got, like, what? minus 20 speed and, like, minus 40 oh, wow. attacks and, and saving throws. Minus yeah. 20 feet. <laughs> so the moat and the, like so like one's in like your leg and like the other one's in your shoulder and it's making hard to like move to attack like because these things are like so you know embedded in there um i will tell you that yeah you if you want to try and like do something to get rid of them that you can absolutely try that on your turn so but you you tell okay. me what you want to try and do to how you want to try and do that uh, cool. i'm not going to tell you necessarily how to do it but they can be removed um and then against ayla uh so ayla has got ac of 20 uh, so one, the first one's going to hit, the second one is going to miss, and the last one is a natural 20, exactly what I did to uh, Sentry. Thank you, <laughs> Beyond. Uh, so that's going to be... Ooh, and big damage as well. Uh, so that's going to be 18 points of damage. She's not raging yet. So 18 damage, and then the next one is the crit for another 16 plus another 16 for 32 out um okay you see the same thing so ayla gets like two of these things like one in her side and like the other one in her upper thigh like like embeds in like these big quill like uh you know javelins like heads like spearheads and like you just hear like ow fuck (laughs) like just call out (laughs) angrily how Um, many quills does this tail have so uh it now has how many was that that was three three and one so that's seven less than what it did have i should note this down um i mean do you want to try and do a quick calculation while this thing's moving Uh, around quill i mean uh, if i'm just looking at it is it more is it (laughs) uh, it's definitely got less like it's it's yeah it has a set amount um about half sure but it fired seven um no not about half it's definitely less than half and then oh, it's going to start moving towards you guys so it probably spends about like 20 feet of movement so it's about 30 feet away from all of you uh in fact as you should know it would spend all of its movement it just comes barreling towards you it's like it's yeah it spends like 30, 30 feet of movement so it's about 20 feet away from you guys and then at the end of its turn it regenerates 1d4 tail spikes oh oh they come back too cool all right only gets one back um so Damn. Okay. So yeah, you see one of its like one of its expended tail spikes. It just comes back. It grows back immediately. Uh, Nova Vija, we go to. Hello. Um, Hello. I would like to use my thirty foot of movement to kind of split off from the group um, mm-hmm. as far as I can, um, mm-hmm. and then um, I will use Hexblade Curse. Um, so a little shimmer of light comes out from Tiangong and shimmers over the manticore. Um, and I'm going to go for a good classic blight. Um, okay. So could you make me a constitution saving throw 18? It's probably going to save. This thing does look pretty tough. I mean, I only just made it 8 plus 10, 18 on the dot. So it makes it, but just barely. Okay. Uh, I've rolled... 46 total so 23 um but plus five from the hexblade curse as well Mm -hmm. uh does that get rounded down as well Mm, yes it would do so it will go down to two and i'll heal two more um but yeah you kind of 
Tiangong, the black energy springs forth. It wraps, you know, the, the effect hits the creature. You can see it kind of like, what is this? And you can see it speaks, but in this kind of very broken way. And it's like eyes lock onto Nova's like, hateful little mage. Looks pretty angry. Um, that's, uh, that's all she got. That's all she got. Uh, okay. Um, well, Ayla is going to rage as a bonus action. <laughs> First of all. Classic. Uh, one of those. Um, and her movement is reduced by 20 feet, but she's still got 25 feet of movement, so she can still get within striking distance. So with two of these, like, spikes, because uh, it's, uh, she's like, thinks about trying to take one out, but, like, she wants to attack. So she's just going to run forward, crackling with lightning, um, and attack. And I'll try and play as Katie, so I won't do a reckless attack. Uh, I will just attack with the penalty, which is minus four. Um, for a 23, which hits, uh, I will do 1D 10 plus nine. And that's 17 points of damage from one attack. And then a cool. second attack with a minus four is, uh, I've got to take the minus four off of this. Um, that is going to miss, though. So the second attack, because of the spikes in her arm, because that would be a 17. Um, 17 total, the, the kind of like the spikes in her arm stop her from being able to complete the swing, and like the creature manages to step back and avoid it. And she kind of just ah, grunts in frustration. Um, and then lightning damage from Aura. Uh, deck save is a failure. So that's going to be how many d6? 3d6. That thing. No, I'll just do it this way. One, two, three. For ten more points of lightning damage. Nice. Yeah, Ayla gets up into its face, swings the hammer a couple of times, connects once, the lightning blasts out of her, but she's now um, up in this thing's grill. Keelik and Kalar. Um, I am uh, trying to figure out if there is any way for me to... Um disrupt this tail anymore because it's pretty devastating from what I've seen so far and I'm mm -hmm. wondering if a thunder wave if I just went there went flew close to the tail and thunder waved the tail if there's any way of just breaking these spines or something and just uh, you could try it try and destroy that in some way um, sure so yeah I will try that uh, uh, fly close to the tail and uh, mm -hmm. yeah thunder wave um, okay so it needs to make a constitution save of 17, and it's a manticore, so I mean... It's, it's, a, it's a 16. I thought it was a 19. I rolled oh. a 6 plus 10. So 16 fails nice. just. Okay, uh, it takes... Maybe not expecting you to conjure this blast of lightning. It doesn't focus its attention on you. Uh, you just cast this at first level. Uh... No, I wasn't. I just pressed... Sorry, I pressed a 2d8. Sorry, I should have said I'm casting this at third level. Um, okay. So it's another uh, one. We'll just cast two. it at third level and then give yourself the spell slot, the first level spell slot back. Yeah, uh, it was just I clicked the 2d8 on the spell slot. So mm -hmm. 4d8 damage. Um, and, oh, wow, 26 damage. Nice. Um, okay. uh, and, roll yeah. 3d4 for me. 3d4, one, two, three, boom. What was that? All right. 
What was I, accidentally I accidentally, somehow I was in a Discord call and I don't know how that happened because I definitely wasn't when I started this. Like, Who did you just I think, join? I think I, had, I think I had a shortcut mapped and it, I think it either unmuted or like it joined it. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> 3d4 wow. what did you get uh i got uh very good again i got a 10. okay so uh so i would say that that blows like it breaks 10 of the spines so oh. the thunder wave kind of blasts these things and like 10 of the spines either get like shattered or sheared off or broken by the thunderous force of the thunder wave kind of <laughs> erupting forward in it however it's going to use its reaction to do a reactive flick uh, which is it fires one of those tail spikes it still has back at you because you targeted it with a ranged weapon or spell. Um, okay, fair enough. And it's going to throw this your way, Keely. That's a 27 to hit, Keely Gadgalar. That'll do it. You're dead for sure. <laughs> so 16 points of damage. And mm. likewise, you are now impaled with a spike. That's reduced your movement by 10 feet. And you have a minus two penalty to attack roll, saving throws, and ability checks. Oh, good good uh um are you done and that's uh, that's uh yeah I, I think that's all i'll do for now and okay uh, oh actually uh, if he used his reaction to flick at me then i'll also fly back a bit so i'm away from him again how far back you would have uh, flown I, a little bit towards him i've got 50 feet of got? movement so you about 20 feet back yeah yeah that's fine yeah that's, that's very it's very convenient because it, after your turn it's going to use its legendary action to do a pounce which is it moves 20 feet oh. without provoking opportunity attacks and makes a bite attack against the creature. <laughs> oh. So it's going to leap up and it tries to chomp you, basically. Oh, my um, God. Okay. That's a 25 to hit. Oh, yeah. It's unshieldable as well. And that is going to be 25 points of damage. Oh. And you are bleeding. Whenever a creature moves or takes an action, moves more than five feet or takes an action or reaction, they take one d8 damage that cannot be resisted in any way. Um, uh, so, like as it bites you, it okay. leaves this like deep gashing wound that is like bleeding profusely. Wow, used to lose, though, to be fair. I've lost a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah, um, but that was its legendary action. So we go to Sentry. Um, so this how, thing's how like underneath Quill, like because it's huge, quill. it's like it's like ten feet under Quill. It's like it's about uh, it's about 30, 40 feet away from you. It's it's like a, about sixty feet away from Nova now. Um, it's kind of leapt to the side. Okay, can I bonus action Misty Step towards it, so I'm about thirty feet from it and far enough away from the other people that we just met? Mm -hmm. Um, and then can yeah, I... Don't worry about those action. guys. Consider those guys okay. like out the fight. Like they've either retreated or the, the Manticore is not paying attention to them. Okay. And can I, as an action, do turn the Faithless? Okay. So you want to be, you want to be 30 feet away 30 from it feet. or you want to be 30 feet closer to it? 30 feet closer to the, so I'm on 30 feet from the Manticore. Right. Okay. I'd say that at the moment, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you could, you could... You could even just walk that. You could just walk 10 feet and you'd be within 30 feet. Okay, I'll do that then. Okay, yeah, so you just walk up and then you want to try and turn the Faithless. How's that work? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Sentry will raise up her shield and the uh, the Solven emblem on the front will glow mm -hmm. gold and project out a golden radiant light towards the Manticore. Mm -hmm. And she'll just shout, Leave this place! Leave us be! Try and turn nice. it away. 
do I what is it like a saving throw? Like That's what's and what's the effect? Is saving throw. Is it and against any creature turned, or a fey or fiend? It's turned uh, for a okay, minute or until yeah. it takes damage. It's a it's a fey creature uh, because it is in it's it's a special type of manticore. Um, okay, six. So and and the effect is that it's turned, so it has to move away from you, right? Like it has yeah. to spend its 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 turn moving away from you. Yeah, for a minute. Okay. Yeah, sure. And then is, is it just a minute until it takes, or is it like, can it save out of it, or is it just that's it? No. Nope. Creature is turned for a minute on the failure or until it takes damage. Okay. All right. Um, good stuff. Well, Lucius, you're up next. So, yeah, like Sentry strides forward. I mean, unless there's anything else Sentry you want to do on your turn. Um, um, what is that action and move? You've got a that's bonus just action, action left. And the movement. Um, could you. Can I try and remove one of these spikes as a bonus that action? You, and that's exactly, yeah. So you can, if you want to like reach up and try and pull one of these spikes out, it's a bonus action to do that. Um, awesome. You have to make an athletics check. It's a strength yep. athletics check. So you're like reaching oh, up you, and you're going to... Did you misty step? No, she didn't in the end because she could just oh, walk instead. 10 feet. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. Because like, because this right. is theater of the mind, like I'm being, I don't want to like get too get caught up in like yeah, distances yeah, that's cool. and stuff. Got an unnatural 20 on the athletics check. Unnatural 20. Okay. So you rip this thing free, um, which is going to reduce that. You don't have, you only have the one in you now. You do take four points of damage because you're literally like pulling this out of your body. But now you only have the one spike. So your penalty is only the 10 feet and, and minus two, not minus four and 20 feet. So cool. you remove one spike from you. Um, cool. All right. And then we go to Lucius. <laughs> Seeing how dangerous being hit by that is, I'm going to cast something a bit different. Uh, that I haven't done before, which is Mirror Image, um, which is going to create three illusionary duplicates of myself. Um, yeah. Just going to mitigate some of the damage, hopefully, or hit a dupe instead. Yeah, and then it's a 100% cast that before, but not in a combat scenario. Have I? No, I just I mean, think, like, oh, like off-camera, you've 100% cast oh, that one. <laughs> um, and I'm going to spend my bonus action to... Try and remove one of these uh, spines from Quill. Oh, if, um, uh, if actually, no, he's in the him, sky, yeah, isn't he? He's flying up. You could move up to Ayla or Sentry and do it on either one of those guys. Who has the most spines in them right now? Ayla. Ayla's got two in her. I'll try and remove one of those then. Okay, yeah, you can spend a. So it's a bonus action and it's an athletics check, strength athletics check. All right. That is a 19. Yeah, you do. Ayla's going to take a D8 of damage as you pull it free that she can't reduce. It's going to hurt, but it's worth it. Yeah, just do it. And she kind of calls out. It isn't reduced by her barbarian rage. You can't reduce this damage. Um, but she's like grunts as you pull it free. She's like, thanks. Uh, fuck this thing. And uh, yeah, you managed to pull one free. Um, the Manticore has used its legendary action this turn, and on its turn, uh, turn the Faithless, it like sees Sentry and it's like shielding its eyes from like Sentry Shield. It's like, no, ah, what is that? It's like backing away, like it's moving away from Sentry. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to make an attack of opportunity, Quill or Sentry? Uh, I mean, mine will be wars. Uh, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> yeah, if, it, if it takes damage, the um, turn the Faithless sure. uh, stops. So and I'm, this oh, is okay. the. Um, yeah, so it's an action ability. A 30 feet of you that can make a wisdom saving throw. Turned creature must spend its turn trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. It can't take reactions. For its action, it can use only the dash action or try and escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. Yeah, this thing literally, so its wings begin beating, and it flies 100 feet up into the canopy, and it just... 
uh, flies off. Like, it just vanishes from view into the thick tree line. Okay. Combat's over. <laughs> like, this thing for a minute, <laughs> I mean, it's going to travel yeah, a thousand feet. I it mean, just goes a thousand oh feet God. away from Sentry. Well, for two minutes, it needs to come back, right? <laughs> well, that's so... And again, you don't know, like, you guys are going to have, yeah, like, a minute here where we'll, we'll basically come out of combat. Um, what do you guys do? Like, Sentry, you know that eventually this thing is it's mm. going to run out. What do you guys do? Uh, the You look around, so several of the knights, like, when you, this thing just goes running, the knights are all like, Huzzah! Huzzah! You've done it! The beast's <laughs> fleeing! <laughs> like, hurrah! Um, and you can see that they all have similar thing to the, the peacock lady. They all have, like, feathers instead of hair. They have, like, hook-shaped noses. Um, they all wear the same sort of tabards, but they're all different species of, like, fe bird, bird feathers. Some of them have, like, owl feathers. Some of them have, like, more, like, chicken feathers. Like, all parrot feathers all different kind of birds um and they're all sort of cheering but then one of them is like lady penelope we must see to lady penelope and radovan um and they begin sort of like rushing over to their to their companions but you guys have got like what, what do you guys do like think of it that you've got 10 you know 10 spells or actions or whatever you guys want to do basically uh, yeah i mean I, I... I, I oh you go i was just gonna say i'd immediately run over to um lady penelope and um, cast Spare the Dying. Um, if, if, yeah, you sure. Know, whether or not yeah. I think she's actually dying. No, I'm no. We'll say anyway. narratively, maybe that's like enough to stir her to like, normally it wouldn't put her on one HP, but because this is an NPC, we'll just say that this basically like brings her to, because she was only unconscious. Like she was literally like knocked unconscious. She's not even at zero hit points. It was like she hit her head and sort of like knocked her out. Um, and she kind of blinks a couple of times and like looks around um, and she sees you and she's like, oh, <laughs> And she kind of like blinks for a second, like, oh, what is going on? Where is the beast? And she's like looking around. She's like, oh, and she like grabs her spear and she looks a bit dazed, like, uh, where? And yeah, looks sort of confused and dazed. Uh, uh, every everything's okay. Um, the, the, the beast has, has gone, but um, I think it might come back. Uh, so we might uh, want to get ready or go or leave. Yes, let's just set up I an ambush. Uh, we must. We must before it comes back. <sighs> She like blinks a couple of times. Then we should set up an ambush. Uh, my friends, my companions, the beast will return. Get up into the trees, set an ambush. Big dig a pit or something. We must face the beast again. Uh, and you can see that the knights around her are not into this plan. <laughs> they're just like, they're like, Lady Penelope, perhaps discretion is the better part of valor. The beast is clearly stronger than we were led to believe. Um, she's like, nonsense. We must stop it. We must stop the creature. It has been ravaging in the lands. I will not see us defeated by such a beast. Uh, I mean, uh, within these minutes or two minutes, I want to uh, almost identify the archers and longer range uh, people and mm -hmm. gather everyone as I can as well for a beacon of hope and also to do some healing to restore this fighting force for when it does come back. Mm -hmm. um, sure. Uh, so yeah, the uh, there is a couple of like archers. All the archers are not dressed like knights. They're not the same um, like bird people. All the knights are the, these bird-looking humanoids. Um, the 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 archers are a mixture of things. There's actually like goblins. There's a hobgoblin. There's uh, this rabbit. The the rabbit man who seems to be unconscious. The one that Lady Penelope called Radavan. Um, there is a there's a couple of fairy folk who have got like short bows and things like that all sorts of different races but they're all dressed like little uh english 
longbowmen, like little men at arms with like the little padded gambesons, the little sort of pot helms. Um, and they're all dressed in the same way. And it's the colors, it's all purple and green that they're wearing. Um, and uh, they're like, they look at you and they're like, oh, we, we should get, we should get Sir Radovan up. Uh, Mr. Radovan, he, he normally leads us in battle. Uh, one of the little fairies kind of looks at you and you can see that the sure. rabbit man is still unconscious. So, Yeah, I mean, with um, uh, the beacon of hope, uh, it'll be maximum healing. So all of us plus one more gets mm-hmm. 30. So I'll go with Radovan. Okay, um, sure. So 30 healing to everyone. Um, all right, everyone gets 30 healing. Nice, we'll thank heal you. Ayla. Uh, and yeah, see see what Radovan says uh, when he's back. Yeah, Radovan kind of blinks, um, and he gets his little paw, and he like rubs his face, and he gets his little snout. And he's he's like a little Peter Rabbit rabbit, right? Like he's like an anthropomorphic oh. rabbit. He's not like a bunny person. Um, uh, you know, his limbs, like his hands, have like he's got paws, but they he can hold weapons and stuff with them. Um, and his feet, he can stand on two legs. Um, and he kind of blinks too, uh, and he looks he looks he's like bloody hell. Uh, you're not like any you're not you're no avian knight who are you uh, what's going on where's the manticore and he's like looking around like lady penelope is she all right and he's, he's you can see that he's like well what's going on uh, lady penelope is uh currently figuring out some kind of plan to ambush the creature when it returns in uh, oh, just sake. a couple of minutes <laughs> well i uh we need to figure out i think we're best in the center of the ground to stop this thing from charging at you guys maybe if you can fire at it from a distance uh, while we distract it um, yeah, but the main thing is it's, it's tail, those spines, like they're, they're, they're a nightmare. Um, but yeah, if, if, if we can have a group hold the main ground, I can, have my, I can have my lot take cover in the trees. And now that we know what those spines do, we can be better prepared for it. But we need, we need a group to engage it, keep it focused on them. That was supposed to be, be Lady Penelope's fight. knights, but they, they panicked, they fled as soon as the thing started tearing them apart. The, you watch and he looks and he like sees like some of your companions. He's like, I don't know who you are, but if you're willing to fight that thing, you should be, watch out for its claws. It can rip through steel armor. Like it, 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 and he points to several of the knights and you can see that parts of their armor have been literally like torn apart by this, these claws. Um, well, hmm. why, why, are you, why are you fighting it? Uh, who are you asking this to? The rabbit man or are you asking Lady Penelope? Those two uh, seem to be the Radavan. ones who are like, oh, um, when you ask Radavan, he goes to answer and Lady Penelope interrupts. Like she kind of looks over and she's just like... <laughs> the illusion of choice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's like he goes to answer, right? But she would overhear it and be like, and you get the sense that like she is the leader, but is also like this kind of zealous knight type, right? Mm. And she just says, ah, yes, we are we are hunting the beast. Uh, it has been ravaging villages and causing terror and, and killing people. We, we are here to slay it as true knights would. Uh, we are the knights of the splendid Penepoli, Penelope, uh, Panapoli, Panapoli. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Uh, Panoply, the splendid pana- Panoply. Uh, that's Mark Hume's not saying it, wait, not the character. So wait, the character what's says what's it. her name? I thought it was Penelope. So it is Lady Penelope. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. so she introduces herself. She's like, ah, I am Lady Penelope El Pavo Real uh, of the Splend- the wow. Knights of the Splendid Panapoli. <laughs> Panapoli. Oh, Lady God. Penelope okay. of the Splendid Panapoli. <laughs> Penelope of Panapoli. Faye, man. Penelope of Panapoli. And is that, where we, is, is that where we are currently? Are we in Panapoli? 
No, no, no. That is the name of my. Fr we are free knights. We do not. Okay. We do not serve any lord or lady. These are these are free lands here. Uh, these these belong simply to the wilds. Uh, but beasts like that, they tend to they grow to abominable sizes. They feed upon the natural magical energies here. They grow in size and strength, and then they come and strike at at, set, at settlements and citizens. And it is up to us, glorious knights, to put them to the sword. Or spear, in my case, I will despair. But come, okay. come! You are clearly heroes. You leapt to our aid. You are, you are clearly a knight of steel and stone. We, we shall fight together and defeat the thing. Uh, sounds like a noble cause. Indeed, if there's indeed. a monster that needs she, like, to be slain. On, we shall help you, you slay it. Excellent, Radovan, Are your archers ready this time? We must not have them flee into the woods. And he's like, "Yes, of course, my lady. Yes, absolutely. We will not flee." Uh, but he's like, "Fucking, my god, we're gonna flee like hell." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, no, he's like, "We didn't flee the first fucking oh, time." Like, um, but he's like, "Absolutely, my lady. Yes, we should be." Where's Where's Dago? Where's our Where's our musician? Um, and you can see they're both looking around. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I can <laughs> bust out some more healing if needed. Um, uh, I do not see him among. I do not see him among the injured. And like they're looking around, and like you can see the knights have kind of come out limping, and you know they're starting to get themselves ready and stuff like that. Um, I will have you seen have a, uh, a musician? Can I can I have a look around? Maybe a perception check or hear. You don't, you, I mean, with your perception check, like you don't need to. You don't hear any music, but you do see Nova. You would see the discarded drum, but Quill, you, you see the little satyr is like trying to sneak off. Like he's like creeping through the woods, and he's like trying to make a fucking sneaky exit away from this place. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I have no idea where he's gone. Okay, they're just like ah, oh, damn, damn him. Ah, well, I guess we must we must battle without music then, Radovan. Yes, my lady, very good. <laughs> it's just it's like I, I don't want this thing to die. Like, <laughs> I'll chase after him later after the fight. Sure, sure. Um, uh, well, okay. you, again, I go, we'll say that this conversation took like you know thirty, forty seconds. I'm not going. I don't want to like spend out like, or maybe it took a minute or something like that. So if you've got any more like preparations you want to do, like Ayla pulls the other spine out of her shoulder, which is going to take. She's going to take some damage from that. Oh yeah, I got oh, one on my leg. I got to get rid of. Yeah, don't make well, a roll. We'll assume that you can do it, uh, but you'll just take some yeah. damage. Okay. Okay. Well, everyone's preparing. Um, oh, Nova will be like, uh, maybe we should focus on the tail and and try to to, to cut the tail off before it can use it again. A fine, a fine idea, young lady. Yes, we should, uh, this, the tail is quite the thing on that beast, but you should be aware of its claws. It can tear through armor as well. Um, uh, in spite, cool, you were actually bleeding, right? Like, uh, oh, uh, like, yeah. If, uh, you've not really taken any action, so I'm just going to roll a little bit of damage for you because you've been bleeding I, out I, this I whole time. I did do a uh, heal on myself. How much did you heal that. yourself for? 30? 30, yeah. That's enough, and it would have stopped the bleeding. Oh. Awesome. Uh, um, so the way um, that mechanic works, by the way, is you have to heal the amount of damage the bite did, or use like a medicine check, or use like lesser restoration or greater restoration to stop the bleeding. So like oh, when you healed okay. yourself, it was enough to seal the wound, basically. So um, does that mean I still regain that HP? Or you still regain the HP? Yeah. You just have to to stop the bleeding. It has to be an amount higher, equal to or higher than the damage you received, um, okay. and it's cumulative. Um, so like if you had healed ten, and then the next round you'd healed fifteen, that would have been enough and it eventually would have closed up um, sure i i think i'll also um with the turn after i guess or this third turn in this whatever um mm -hmm. 
I'll do Aura of Vitality as well, and because everyone has got Beacon of Hope on them, everyone is going to get 12 healing, or no, one person is going to get 12 healing every turn until this thing comes back. Do you um, want to focus on your party, or do you want to focus on the NPCs? To begin with, yeah. Um, so, yeah, all of us, and then 12. Oh, you're going to have to divvy that out. So, like, you, you elect who gets, like, you know, 12, then another 12, then another okay, 12. 12 to myself. Think, like, Sentry, Sentry took a bunch, Ayla took a bunch, you took a bunch. So what um, is this, like seven turns left? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. So me, so Sentry gained 12, Lucius gained 12, Nova gained 12, Hela gained 12. I don't uh, need anything. Oh God, turn two, and okay, turn one to three. <laughs> gain 12, Sentry, gain 12, Ayla. Thank you. And then mm -hmm. I'll just throw it out to the crowd. <laughs> Ayla's not a max. It. Do you want to give another one to Ayla? Ayla's I'll not a max another one yet. to Ayla, and then... So Sentry, you are max? Like, yeah, I'm maxed. And yeah, I've got maxed. three and then, turns yeah. with just NPCs. Yeah, like, um, to be, in all fairness, the knights, all of the knights are like, no, no, you must heal Lady Penelope first. Please heal, heal our lady. Um, and Radovan is like, he looks at you and he, he nods. He's like, yeah, heal, heal the knight. She's the, he, he probably would say, she's the strongest among us. Heal Lady Penelope. Okay, in that case, she gets 12 times three, so 36. 36 she Healing. she her wounds like yeah she can see that she's she, you know she probably had several of these spines that she'd removed from her like she was badly injured as well um and the wounds begin to knit and she kind of looks and you ah fellow avian uh, you do not look like any uh, you do not look like any avian knight that i know but uh thank you very much uh for your your kind eating wait why uh, are my well, french you, now i don't know <laughs> uh, if you need I, more... i'm very bad at doing spanish so <laughs> that's why it sounds french if you need any more, just let's just say live in the Vida Loca. Oh no, wait, that's not. Um, just uh... <laughs> <laughs> that is such a fucking in joke. Nobody will understand. Uh, oh my uh... god, that was so good. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, live in the Vida Loca very well. If you, I will make if that you need, <laughs> don't make that cannon. You dare? Some sort of magic ritual, I see. <laughs> But we need to prepare the the the, the well the defense. Uh, I think we'll be up the front to uh, distract this. I thing will join you. Me and my mates will fight. Will will fight with you. We will be there with you. Perfect. Uh, how much time do we have left? Entry as um, a spell one off. We have enough time for it to be next week <laughs> so that I can properly stat up all of these NPCs and stuff. Okay. Because um, I was kind of expecting the fight to be done this week uh, and then Sentry was just like, no, 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 no. Go away. <laughs> and I was like, Fantastic okay. storm chasers. Uh, yeah. Putting it off for another time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's all right. I'll have the Manticore knock out the knights and then I don't need to run worry about running them in, as NPCs. I can just have the party fight this monster. That'll be no, easy. Yeah. easy. No, no problem. Yeah. No. <laughs> Rhiannon well, came in and went, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I mean, that fucking amazing play. going away. <laughs> yeah, amazing play. I am going to regenerate back. all of its tail spines, however. Yes. That's one thing Aww. I'm going to do. It's going to have... Yeah, it's going to have all of its tail spines when it comes back. What if it doesn't come back? What if it thinks about its life choices and is like... Maybe it will. You know what? I'm not into it. it. I'm just not no, into maybe... it. I'm going to go... Yeah, maybe the, uh, maybe evil just monster. made it run into a village, and it's now just tearing that up. Not quite enough to get to another now. village. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, have another village there. Out of sight, but uh, out of mind. Uh, cool. Well, well, we'll leave it there. I'm I'm glad that we at least got to meet uh, Lady Lady Penelope of the Splendid Penelope. <laughs>
Radovan, 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 yep, who is a Harangon. Radovan with a new race mobbed on the witch line. Right. Saharan Harangon, yeah. And then and then and Dago, who is the Satyr musician who has fucked out of It's like, I'm out. See you later. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. Oh my god. well, I mean, we'll finish the fight next week in our Halloween special, and by Halloween oh. special, I mean we'll be in costume. We'll be, dressed up. We'll be in costume, uh, yeah. We're yeah. Be I, do you know what? Somebody has made a point that every time we've done like a Halloween episode, it goes tragically bad. Like, as in, like, yeah. people die, or yeah. like NPC, it's like really dark, serious, like emotional stuff happens. And yep. it's while we're fucking dressed up in stupid outfits every time. <laughs> I'm going to cry, uh, fuck. It's going to be through three layers of makeup. Yeah, so. exactly. Oh um well you can look forward to seeing those next week next Mm. week very exciting right um and uh yeah thanks for your support everybody thanks for the 100k and we will see you all very soon bye Bye. 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 bye